0: welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about the righteous. All right, well, when we phrase it in in that way, Chris, um, that we're going to be talking about the righteous, you know, it, it kind of lends itself to to just, you know thinking that we're going to be talking about people that are uh that are righteous you know yep. what makes a person righteous um yep. uh talking about uh, uh a righteous person um but you know when you say that word over and over it almost sounds like it's not a word anymore you know <laughs> i mean i guess that happens with every word but yeah. um but it just kind of tends to be like, okay, what are we even talking about anymore? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and being righteous and, and, um, and striving for righteousness is, is a constant theme throughout scripture. Whether you're looking in the Old Testament or New Genesis to Revelation, yeah. uh, we're called to, uh, to be righteous. We're, we're called to strive for, for righteousness, right? And so, um, a lot of our thoughts today will come out of Proverbs, um, and I've, I've got a few supporting passages to look at as well. Um, but I kind of wanted to <clears throat> just start and, and get your
1: take on, on really what it means to be righteous. Yeah. So I, I looked it up as I was going through this and, you know the the definition, at least from Webster's, which is an interesting place to go when you're talking yep. about righteous. But but I think the definition is it's always an interesting place to go when it you're is.
0: looking at biblical concepts. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I actually, I like the definition that I got. Uh, it says acting in accord with divine or moral law, free from guilt or sin. Hmm. Uh, and and I I really like that. You know, when we think about what it is to be righteous, it, at least for me, I think of being right. Yep. And and specifically being right in God's eyes. And and in order to do that, well, we do have to act in accord with divine or moral law. Yeah. Specifically, uh, you know, Romans 8 talks about it, but but the, the law of the spirit of life, right? The law of God, the law of Christ, not the old Mosaic law, but rather the law of liberty, as, as James talks about. And so we have to act in accordance with that, and uh, and and we'll we'll come back to this. But really, the way that we do that is from John fourteen five. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Right, and so we're talking about being righteous and being right in God's eyes. Well, we have to do that which God has asked us to do. Mm -hmm. And so the bottom line then comes at uh, at at least in my mind, right? Is if we're doing what's right, then we're doing that which is good and it means we're not doing that which is bad or that which is evil. And so this is really the I mean the battle of life, isn't it? Good versus evil. That's yeah. That's what we're talking about today is is being righteous. Being
0: righteous or not, it's it's being good or evil. Yeah. yeah.
1: And uh and and I think we we gain that righteousness we gain that understanding that knowledge through wisdom, mm-hmm. which we talked about wisdom recently, uh well we've been talking about it throughout, but but uh, I believe it was um
0: I Just think four weeks ago,
1: four, four weeks ago we, we talked about the wise person. Yep. And so, so anyway, that, that's that's kind of an introductory uh, thought, at least for me, for, for righteousness. Yeah.
0: No, I like that. Um, one of the, the first places that I was going to turn to is uh, Proverbs 21, uh, 21. Okay. Um, which it says, whoever pursues righteousness and kindness will find life. Righteousness and honor. Um, it, you know, when, when you think about it in that way, it's, it's something that we have to, to seek, something that we have to actively Chasing—it's not yeah. just uh, one day you wake up and say, "All right, I'm going to decide to to live a righteous life. I'm going yeah. to decide to to live right." It's something that you have to pursue constantly. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, it it is a a when you really boil it down, a, a matter of saying, "I want to do this or I don't want to do this." You know, yeah. it's, a, it's a conscious decision that we have to make. Yeah. Um, but it's more than just a one time decision. It's a, yeah. a
1: constant pursuing. Yeah. Um, it's a chasing after it's a pursuing and it's a doing yeah and so I, I have a verse from Proverbs 21 as well yeah uh, verse 3 which is to do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice hmm. which goes along with Micah 6-8 uh, one of my one of my favorite verses uh, you know what the Lord requires he requires mercy yep and and, and justice and, and to love mercy and to love justice and not sacrifice it's not God does require sacrifice but he loves it yeah. God loves it when we are loving and when we are doing righteousness yeah uh so i I think that's i don't know I think that's awesome,
0: I think that is really cool, especially when you think about it um under the new covenant um uh under uh the law of christ uh you know our our sacrifice our our worship today, if you will um is one the fruit of our lips, but it's our lives um yeah. it you know we we sacrifice everything in our life to to give it over to God. You know, that's what, yeah. what it means when you deny yourself, take up your cross and follow Christ. You're, yes. you're sacrificing all of your own wants, all of your own desires, all of the things that, that you would generally put first. Yeah. Um, uh, just based on your own nature. And, and you sacrifice that. That's yeah. what it, it means to be righteous. That's what yeah. it, it means to, to, um, to, be seeking god is to be denying self um and and that's something that you you have to pursue and chase after and and constantly work
1: towards yeah i mean a hundred percent and i think if we're not pursuing it if we're not chasing it we're never going to find it right yeah i think i actually think it's one of the batman movies um it's it's alfred talking to bruce okay Uh um but you know if you're seeking blood you're going to find it Mm. um if we're if you're seeking righteousness you're gonna find it, whatever yeah. you're looking for. Is whatever that what
0: Alfred told Bruce? Is that if you're I seeking think, righteousness?
1: No, not righteousness. <laughs> um, he said blood. I think yeah. I think that was the movie anyway. Yeah. But the it, point, it's a matter of what what you're seeking. Correct. You're gonna find. It's a matter yeah. of what you're seeking, and whatever you're looking for, you're gonna find it. You yeah. Know, if, if you're looking for revenge, well, guess what? Yeah. You'll find it. Yeah. And so we do have to be seeking your righteousness, and if we're seeking it, well, we need to know where to look. Yeah. We need to know where it's found. Because it's it's impossible to find something that you don't know where it's at, yep. or if you don't even know really what you're looking for, how to look for it. Right? It's it's a matter of knowing what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, growing up, I used to play uh, Legend of Zelda all the time. Okay. Uh, and in in the in the game Legend of Zelda, there's a certain sword. It is better than all the other swords. You know what it is? No, it's the Master Sword. How did you? Oh know wow! That? Yeah,
0: never would have thought
1: that <laughs> Master Sword. Well, in order to find the Master Sword, you've got to go through all these different trials and all these different things. And if you if you don't know what you're doing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: dude, you're not finding it.
0: Yeah, like it's just
1: not like you. You might stumble upon it by chance, yeah. maybe. But I, I remember I had to follow guides, right? Yeah. Like I had to I had to know where I was supposed to go, and even then it was still difficult. Yep. When it comes to finding righteousness, we've got to know where it's found, and so I, I want to spend—I want to spend a little time in First John because I think that's perfect. Yeah, no, I, I want to spend some time in the New Testament also because yeah. when we talk about
0: righteousness, it's—it's it's not something also that that we can just completely do ourselves. Correct, you know. Yeah, in um, fact- like, By ourselves, we can't do it. it exactly. I mean, <laughs> it kind of goes back to your definition in Webster's, being free of sin. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that all in a minute. So, First yeah. John.
1: Yeah. So I've got three verses, and and really the the entire the entire epistle of First John, we could probably just read through and talk about it. But yeah. but we're going to start in in First John chapter two, and we'll start in verse three. It says, "By this we know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commandments." Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. Whoever says he abides in him ought to walk in the same way in which he walked. Mm -hmm. Then you move over to verse 29. It says, if you know that he is righteous, you may be sure that everyone who practices righteousness has been born of him. And then just a few verses over. In verse seven of chapter three, we see uh, one more one more verse. It says, "Little children, let no one deceive you. Whoever practices righteousness is righteous, as he is righteous."
0: I like that because it kind of makes a distinction between um, being made righteous mm-hmm. and practicing righteousness. Correct. Yeah, because right? we can't make ourselves righteous. No. we can't make ourselves free from sin. It's only yeah. the blood of Christ that does that. Exactly. But once we have come into contact with the blood of Christ, yeah. then it's a matter of walking in step with that. It's yeah. a matter of of uh, practicing righteousness. And and yes, we're going to stumble. Yes, we're gonna gonna mess up. We're gonna fall short. But it, there's the there's cleansing. an attitude, there's yeah. an attitude that goes with it. Yeah, the, there's the attitude that comes along with knowing I have been cleansed by the blood of Christ and I'm going to, to walk. I am going to, to strive to practice this righteousness, right? Yeah. So, um, one of the places I, I was looking at the other day, um, actually looking for, for this, for some kind of app to, to share with our teens and encourage them to um, to be more evangelistic, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot of different resources out there, um, made by a whole lot of different folks throughout Christendom. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of different denominations, uh, some non denominational congregations like community churches. Yeah. Um, and, uh, there's all of these different kind of resources. And obviously they all come with different kind of backgrounds and beliefs that come into it. Um, and I found this one that I thought looked really good. You could connect with, um, with friends on there. Like I could make this little, uh, a group for the Keller Church of Christ. We okay. could all connect on there. You can all, um, enter a name of someone that, that you're, that you're praying for, that you're wanting to study with. Um, and then also, there's these steps that you actually can open up the app with your friend and walk through it, basically like a little Bible study. Nice. But uh, when it got to the tail end of it, um, it was accept Jesus into your heart, pray this prayer with them, and 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 mm-hmm. they can accept Jesus into their heart and and be saved. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're kind of leaving off a really important thing, and that's not kind of. <laughs> yeah, you are leaving off a really important <laughs> yeah. thing. But um, when you were just reading here um, in verse three. Um, of chapter two of first John. And by this, we know that we have uh, come to know him. If we keep his commandments, Mm -hmm. whoever says, I know him, you know, that's, it reminds me of buddy, the elf when he's like Santa, I I know know him. yeah. Yeah. Um, John, John says, whoever says I know him talking about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but does not keep his commandments is a liar. Yep. And the truth is not in him. Yeah. Well, what were Jesus's commandments? Obviously that we are saved by grace, which is God's gift through faith, through our, 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 our faith that, that we say, I believe Jesus is the son of God, but also keeping his commandments. That's, that's obeying what Jesus said. And and he, told the 12,
1: go into all the world and baptize them mm-hmm. um, in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Well, and he told James and John, you know, are you able to drink the cup that I drink from? Are you able to be baptized with the baptism, which I yeah. have? And and they said, yeah, I am. Yeah, and he I says, that. you will yeah. drink this cup and you will be baptized. Yeah. So it, it, it is. It's very essential. Baptism is a part of it. And I, it's a, yeah. a matter of the, the full commandment of Correct. Christ. It doesn't end with just saying,
0: I believe. Yeah. Full, you can't just say, whole counsel of God. Yeah. You can't just say, call upon the name of the Lord yeah. uh, and say, Lord, Lord. Um, so anyways, that, that's where my mind is going as, as yeah. we're reading this. As far as being made righteous, um, it's not just a matter of saying, I believe. Yeah. And then practicing righteousness is something that we have to actively pursue
1: and to chase uh, day after day. Correct. So, yeah, the, so the, all the verses that I had talked about that, that we've kind of been discussing, right, of of being righteous and, and acting in righteousness, well, it, it seems apparent in reading those verses mm-hmm. because in every one of those verses it references the Christ, it references the Messiah, it references Jesus. Yeah. And so true righteousness – is found only in and through Jesus Christ.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We and, and, and we talked about this, right? We can't be righteous of our own accord. It has to be in and through Christ. And so, First Peter chapter two, verse twenty four says this: it "says He Himself bore our sins in His body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness." By His wounds, you. Have been healed. Well, okay, so we are to live in righteousness. We're to die to sin. We're to live in righteousness. And and, and Jesus' pain and his suffering, his wounds healed us. Well, what, is that, what does that mean for us? Well, if we if we can only be righteous in Christ, we can only be righteous through Christ, because he is the one that grants us that righteousness, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not of our accord. It's not anything we've done. It is his blood that cleanses our sin that makes us righteous and right with God. Yeah. Well, then that, that means that really we need to be saved. Yeah. Right? In order to be righteous, we have to be saved, because anybody yeah. then that is not saved is not righteous.
0: Yeah. It's it's kind of a, a synonym, really. Uh, yeah. it, we're seeking righteousness. We know Christ is the only one that can can make us uh, yes. pure. That that can make us uh, uh, cleansed of our sin. Um, at the same time, if you're seeking salvation, you know that that Christ is the only one that can can provide salvation. In, in There's Only one life. way. Yeah, it's one way um, to heaven. And and so it, it's the same thing. Whether you're talking about being made righteous, being made
1: uh, clean, being made yeah. um, whole. Um,
0: it's all the same. It's all the
1: same. Yeah. It is, and so we we achieve that salvation through Christ, right? And so mm-hmm. you know we 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 teach. It's it's not necessarily written out as a five point plan, right, yeah. in the scriptures, but we we teach that you have to you have to hear the word, you have to believe the word, you have to confess the word, you have to repent. Yeah. Of of all of your sins, and then you have to be baptized, and then yeah, there's there's a six. Well, and you, and then you know, you have like to continue. Those, those
0: five points came yeah. from preachers back before they had powerpoints or anything, yeah. because you got five fingers in your hand, easy to to go through the gospel with those five steps. But right. I actually like teaching six. Uh, I, I, I do too. You have, you have to, to continue. You have to continue. Yeah, and it's, I mean, that's what even we read in First uh, Corinthians 15 when yep. Paul's recounting the gospel. Um, yep. He's saying, "This is the gospel. This is the good news." And the last yep. part of that is Christ reappeared. He yeah. appeared to to all of these brothers, and then he says, "And to me, of one untimely born, uh, he appeared uh, also to me." Yeah. Um, but that's that's part of the gospel. That's part of the good news is that Christ yeah. reappeared after he rose. Um, he did. So we and he's coming back,
1: and he's coming back someday. Yeah. yeah. Well, and and then you look at First Corinthians three, mm-hmm. and and verses one through three, you've got Paul here talking to these these brethren in Corinth, meaning that they are they are baptized believers. Because they're brethren. He, and he addresses them so. He says, but I, brothers, mm-hmm. could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, yep. as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk. And you notice he says infants what? In, in Christ. Christ yeah. yeah, they're in Christ. He says, I fed you with milk and solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, Are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? And so the idea there that, that you can't just, you can't just live your life the way that you did prior to being a Christian and, and, and believe and think that it's okay. Mm -hmm. There has to be growth. You have to continue. And I think, you know, when, when I was over youth and now you're over youth and, and together we have always told the kids baptism is the beginning. Yeah. It's the beginning. There is so much more to being a Christian than just going, cause if you're just going in the water to get dunked and, and say, I've been baptized, then you're just taking a bath. That's all yep. you're doing. Yep. But if you're there to change your life, to rise up a new creation, to be saved.
0: Yeah. Which that's is why different. it's so important, um, to not neglect the things that the denominational world focuses so strongly on, you know, and, yeah. and what I mean by that, it sounds super weird when you say it. Uh, but what I mean by that is, is they have a, a super strong focus on, on repenting, on believing. um, And then they, they end there. And yeah. it's such a, a, a shame that they do end there. Yeah. But what has a tendency to happen in the church is that when we, we hear somebody else Presenting a super super strong message on one thing, we have a tendency to lessen that and raise up the one that they don't focus on. Yeah, we, you know, we have a tendency to lessen faith to to lessen grace and raise up baptism as more important. Yeah. Uh, when in reality, that's just not true. Well, um,
1: they are all of equal importance. Exactly. Yeah. Like if you don't if you don't hear, you can't believe. Yeah. Well, if you don't believe, you're not going to repent. Yeah. If you don't repent. What do you, like, you can't, you can't be saved. Yeah. Right? If you don't confess, well, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right? Like, they are all equally important. And I agree with you. I I think sometimes, and I think even myself as I'm preaching, I have a tendency if I'm talking about grace, or if I'm talking about faith, or I'm talking about love, I'm talking about whatever it is that I'm talking about, say, well, and and I just want to be clear, that doesn't mean that this is not important too. I, I think, I think that the fact that we have to put that disclaimer in there sometimes is a little, it's sad. It's a little frustrating. Yeah, but also it's it's the disclaimer should go both ways, mm-hmm. right? If we're talking about baptism, we ought to say, "Listen, brethren, faith is essential too." Yeah, right. Like we we need to be doing that, and so to get kind of get back, we've we've veered a little bit, but not yeah. too bad. <laughs> to get back a little bit to the, the idea of righteousness, well, we know it comes through and in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way. So we know where we're supposed to be looking, but what are we supposed to be doing? And really. We need to understand. We need to understand what Christ has asked us to do, what God has asked us to do. And that comes from learning. Mm -hmm. You don't just understand something by putting a book under your pillow, right? Osmosis is not a thing. As great as that would be, it's not a thing. And so we have to understand. And in order to understand, we have to listen. Mm -hmm. We've got to meditate. We've got to pray. We've got to seek, as you mentioned earlier. We have to observe people. Yeah. And some of that's going to be unintentional. Some of that we're just going to be going through life and we're going to, we're going to notice things, and we're going to be like, oh, no, that makes sense. And there are times also where we need to sit down at the feet of somebody who we trust and know and believe and just learn. Yep. So we have to be doing that. We also need to be reading, reading God's Word, studying the Bible, talking about the Bible, considering what it says, and then praying about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that we have to do. You know, and
0: I saw a comment the other day as far as – um studying, talking about it with your, uh, with your friends and family, um, just being in God's word constantly. Yeah. Um, I saw a post on Facebook the other day and I'm probably like, I I don't remember who posted it, but the person that posted it probably listens to us. And so they're going to let me know later that, Hey, I was quoting them. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, but, uh, the, the post said something to the, the lines of, um, if you removed, Everything that you've been taught in Bible class, every sermon that you've heard, every, like, group Bible study that you've participated in. Yeah. Where would you be? What Bible knowledge would you have left? Yeah. In other words, what have you done just on your own to be in God's Word? Yeah. Versus what have you been been fed, you yeah. know? What, what, what are you getting for yourself versus what are other people providing yeah. you? The second question was... um if you removed everything that um, your kids have learned in Bible classes, every uh, thing that they've learned in devotionals, every sermon that they've heard, every uh, lesson that they've heard it at summer camp and and stuff like that, what would they have left from what you've taught them? Yeah, and that like it was I was, was kind of like wow. I mean, when you really start to break it down in that in that kind of sense, like how much are are we taking our 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 own walk with christ into like o- having ownership of that you yeah. know how much are we saying this is my walk with christ this is my faith that i need to to deepen and to establish versus i'm counting on somebody else to help me with establish my faith that's yeah. the difference of what we're eating in first corinthians 3 yeah. of being on solid food versus on on milk yeah um so i, I think it's more than something to consider but yeah. definitely something that, like,
1: you have to stop and think about that, yeah. and then do something about it. Yeah, it it is our it's our salvation. God has provided it, mm-hmm. but it is up to us to accept it. Absolutely. And if we don't accept it, well, then we're not saved. Yeah. So i I think I've got I've said all that I wanted to say about uh, the righteous, at least for the purposes of the podcast, but, yeah. uh, said, so I want to, is there anything that you want to add?
0: Yeah. One last spot I want to go to, um, Galatians chapter two. Um, and when we're talking about, um, walking, uh, in a, a righteous way, yeah. once we, we have been washed clean by the blood of Christ, once we have, um, have been made righteous by Christ, um, we are then to, you know, live it out. Uh, we're, we're supposed to walk in a righteous way. Yeah. Um, we, we see that Galatians two 20. It's one of my favorite verses. Um, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. That's what it means to, to be made righteous is it's no longer my sinful life. Instead. It's Christ who lives in me. Um, and the life I now live in the flesh, this physical life that I'm living right mm-hmm. now, yeah. I live by faith in the son of God. Yeah. I, I live it as though Jesus were the one living this life. Um, uh, and then talking about Christ who loves me and gave himself for me. But then he follows up in verse 21. I think this is why it's really important for what we're talking about today. He says, I do not nullify the grace of God for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. It's not a matter of, I am trying to live a righteous life to earn God's favor. That's not what it's about. It's a matter of God has given this great, this gift of grace and I've accepted it now I'm trying to live worthy of it just yeah. as as Christ lived perfectly. I'm striving to be like him yeah no, so. I,
1: I think that's spot on I <clears throat> I read a little bit forward in chapter three yeah and after he finishes all this he says oh foolish, oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you right yeah. And so so anyway I, I think the idea there though is we have to we have to be like the Bereans, right we have to test. Mm-hmm. what is right and what is good and what is faithful. We have to be in the word ourselves and we have to seek righteousness. We have mm-hmm. to seek it. We have to do it. And we have to understand it's not ours. Yep, It comes from God. So anyway.
0: Very good. Well, we appreciate y'all uh, uh, tuning in this week and listening with us uh, as always go back and check any episodes that you may have missed. Uh, make sure you come back on Monday for our uh, short conversation starters and um, and, and, reach out to us. Let us know if you have any questions. We'll play our contact information here in a minute. Um, but part of that is some of our, our Bible Conversations merch that, that we have through our, uh, Sister Kim Sutton and and her shop that she has here in Keller. Chris is actually wearing one of our Bible Conversations hoodies right now. Uh, so that's what reminded me to, to mention that to y'all. Uh, so go on- online. Check out our shop. Uh, reach out to us on social media or, or email, however you'd like to contact us. We'd love to hear your questions and, and talk about it
1: here on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments, that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account.
0: Our Facebook page is very simple; it's just Bible conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple
1: at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a an opportunity for you to help us financially through a through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that. Uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be. Uh, posting in, in each of our episodes, and we just hope that you will uh, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it, and that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.